official site fashion first we want to thank you and say we appreciate you for listening to our podcast prepare yourself for a high level conversation authentic and full of insight from young creatives and entrepreneurs be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and follow us on all social media platforms at official site fashion let's dive into it it's your boy Zay, and we back with another episode of Official Society Fashion, where we do our fashion, finance, literacy, and mindset, and you know on who I'm with again, man. What's up, guys? It's your boy Zion tapping in with yet another episode of Official Society Fashion. And it's your boy Hassan. Most definitely, and we back again, fashion, financial literacy, and mindset through the lenses of young creatives and entrepreneurs. And yet again, we got a dope young creative and entrepreneur in the house today. We got Mr. Sayer Lewis, Helen from Brooklyn, New York. Bro, how you doing today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Most definitely, we want to thank you for coming on our platform and to share your story and your movement. I want to thank y'all for having me because I feel like um I, I feel like the place I'm at right now in terms of like my creep my my art and whatnot mm-hmm. i feel like most people seen my work but they don't know who's behind it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay and i i think it's like that because of how my i'll just say my calculated posting and stuff like that mm-hmm. so uh, i just want people to see who i am and know who i am you know yeah. going forward photography is a profession like that like you just kind of forced to be a recluse because like you behind the camera like you're not constantly taking selfies all day you know you're kind of shooting other shit yeah, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with pictures being taken of me or like pit, like me taking a picture of myself. Yeah, but that's how real photographers be. I'm yeah, saying. like I'd just rather take, I'd rather do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. Yeah, bro. You say you want people to know who's behind the work, and like mm-hmm. a quote I got from you is, "Everything you create represents you." Uh-huh. So, like, when did you first feel like you were you were a creative person? Like, when did you realize you had the urge to to create? Realistically, I never felt so creative until quarantine okay um i probably had my creative moments coming up you know but like me really sitting there and being like yo i'm really thinking of this right now Mm -hmm. that happened during quarantine it gave me it gave me a it gave me time to be alone again because coming up as a child i was always you know i would have friends and whatnot but you know they gotta leave the house Mm -hmm. they can't spend the night all the time stuff like that and i'm the only child so like my mom's be working or whatnot, I'll just be by myself with my thoughts. So mm-hmm. that just reminded me of my childhood. So since quarantine reminded me of my childhood, it gave me time to reflect mm-hmm. and figure out what I want to do. Cause at the time I was playing, I was thinking about basketball. Cause I'm, I used to play ball and I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna be no basketball player. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We gotta figure something out. Most mm-hmm. definitely bro. And I, I, my dad ended up buying me the camera. It was only yeah. mm-hmm. I want to ask you uh, one more thing. Is I related to? You said you were only child. Mm-hmm. I grew up an only child too, with like a single mother. So, mm-hmm, yeah. my mom at home, you you forced to have like a lot of a long time. So, yeah. like, how did grow growing up an only child affect you? I think it affected me in a way of I'm used to being alone. You okay with like? I'm okay. I'm genuinely okay with being alone. And as much as that might sound sound harsh, 
I just genuinely feel like that. And that's and I'm I'm not saying my childhood was bad or nothing. Yeah. But I'm saying like the fact that at the end of the day, <laughs> when the light go out, it's just you and you. For sure. It's just that's just how it's gonna be. And then another thing about being the only child, I feel like only children are more creative because you're forced to imagine a lot more shit. I feel mm. I feel like yes, I totally agree with that. I feel like we're we're forced we're forced to be that way because of because of time. What are we gonna do to like to, <laughs> to pass cover this time? time? Yeah. Because you in your room all day doing playing the game all the time, which I would do, play the game all the time. I'll be annoyed, get off the game and play music out loud, and I'll be annoyed with that. Like I gotta do something. Mm. And I was doing all that by myself. Yeah, bro, that was me too. So it was just like, I'm cool with it. But when quarantine came around, I wasn't comfortable with it. Because it was a brief, like, from, from, (laughs) like, when I I left Brooklyn and moved to New Jersey, it went from, now I I have friends that could come over to my house, spend the night. Like, Mm -hmm. I I met some of my closest homies in there. Mm -hmm. So, in, in high school, I mean. So it's like, okay, now people coming over to my house, like I got and plus my mom's coming home late, so it's like I had a lot of time to just hang out with people mm-hmm. and learn how people is. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't really hanging out with people, I wasn't really a party person, and then right. I just got out there to see what's up. And then I had to fall back. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I knew that that's not for me. I relate to that, bro, on so many different levels. Because, yeah, like, when I came to college, like, I, I felt confided within my friend group. Because, mm-hmm. like, growing up, you never had, like, a, a real brother that you live with every day and wake yeah. up. Yeah, and, like, you like I, you consider you consider your friends that's older than you probably, like, a big bro. Yeah. Or, like, you consider the little ones or the guys that's your um, age as your, your longtime friends. You just learn from them, learn things from them. You never learn from, like... From just genuinely being around people, you have to just force yourself to be around people to learn that. Yeah. Most of the time, it was just I was forced to, cause you know you got forced, you was forced to go to school. I gotta make friends. Mm-hmm. You forced to go outside. My pops forced me outside. I gotta make friends outside. So it's like I, ha- I had to go learn something. Yeah, for sure. That's real. That's real. Uh, I ain't shit. I grew up got down with two siblings, and you feel me? I mean, I was the oldest, so I kind of feel what you're saying a little bit, cause I felt uh, separated a lot from my younger siblings in terms of like intellect and level of imagination and shit like that. So, so quick question. What's so as, a, as as somebody with siblings, did, did you get the sibling treatment, the older sibling treatment? Ooh. In oh, terms yeah. of like, you, you took more of the harder load and then seeing the younger ones get the easier load in yeah. terms of how they were treated. Yeah, cause like, I agree with what y'all said that like, usually um, kids who grew up by themselves are more creative but like that go hand in hand with an older sibling because in a sense we are alone like we the oldest like our, our only real job and like the only thing we really have to look forward to is just like taking care of the younger sibling and like making sure they straight mm-hmm. and then got you know you know what i'm saying they they gonna want to have something to do with you know so they gonna be like let's play let's do this let's do this but you older enough so that shit get annoying basically third parent yeah in my case the second because i grew up in a single uh parent household single okay. mom yeah single mom so I got down like you know it is that so all the responsibility thrown on my shoulders so i have to be creative and imaginative in a way to like let, like let me figure out how to handle my responsibilities and still be a kid and like 
don't don't nobody give you no rule book yeah, on that or no that's handbook. a hard that's, that's a hard, hard thing to juggle chat. oh god yeah bro, like, trying on you Oh God, especially as a male, yeah. Especially as a male, cause yeah, like sure. you thrown into the man of the house role as a as a boy, Come on, you gotta man. figure out. My mama never tried to put that on me, but there'll be a lot of other people that come around and be like, "Make sure you take care of your mama." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, make sure you make sure you being the man yeah. of the house. You gotta protect you. Yeah. I'm like. I'm trying to watch Power Rangers, bro. Yeah. Like, that, bro. so, like, yeah. it, was, it was a constant, like, uh, you know, push and pull between those two things, and that forced me to be creative in such a way. Man. And then, like, I got in trouble a lot growing up, too, mm-hmm. as, a, as a result of what, what I just explained. And a lot of my punishments used to be, uh, uh, punishment as my mama would call it. I'm gonna take something from you so yeah one it would be you can't go outside can't play the game yeah can't and like I got in trouble the most like out of everybody because like that's that oldest child treat that, like, that, that was most of my punishment yeah. taking from my mom taking things away my dad you know, whoop your ass. Yeah, no, yeah. my dad wasn't around, so I got both. It was yeah. usually looking shit up on Google because I can't watch YouTube because that's considered TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, the day I found out about YouTube blew my mind. Yeah. The day I found yeah. out blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. I was on YouTube early. So sure, I was on YouTube early. Yeah. Like. I was on it early too. I was That was like 08. Yeah. I was on it around that time watching Kofi Kingston yeah. dropkick people. <laughs> All the mood music videos. Justin Bieber first music yeah, video. I was, I was watching really. Uh, yeah. I remember I was watching horror stuff like Jason. Oh, Freddy. Yeah, I was watching. Horror yeah, stuff. scary movie. Yeah, I was watching stuff like that on there because we were like in summer camp. It was like around that time they were just always playing some scary movies. Mm. And I was seeing some kids on some site. And I looked over there and they watching it. I'm like, what is that? That's crazy. And I just started looking up all the scary movies. When I was on the computer as a little kid, I used to do four things. Look up, um, got down music videos, watch wrestling, play games, or like I'm like looking up shoes or some shit, like looking up the latest Jordans I want or something like that. Like that's all I used to do on the computer. Wrestling, yeah. wrestling. I'm a whole like wrestling fan to oh, day. Man, you got see, I, I, feel, I fell off. I fell off. See, see you well, can't fall off with it. it. Nah. Yeah. Can't fall off with it because nah, it's, it's still good. Oh, I was gonna say my mama never let me watch it. That's why I watch it on YouTube. Oh, she, she yeah, she was she, like, yeah, she wasn't a firm believer yeah, she in the wrestling like, tights. She was like, I was watching it one day. I was <laughs> watching it and I remember this shit. She was like, what is that? Man, turn that off. You watching white men and draws like, <laughs> yeah. around with each yeah. other. I'm like, yeah. oh, I mean, my, lame, my, my grandfather put me on. Because, you know, you're going to be bad as a kid. So, you sit down and watch this. Mm-hmm. Beat me. Sit down and watch this. Yeah. So, yeah. it would just, it would be uh, Ray Mysterio, Chris Jericho. Like, yeah, Kofi Kingston. At that time, yeah. John Edge, Cena. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero and stuff oh, like that. Oh, what's my name? Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. Triple yeah. H. Yeah. So, ever since then, then I got disconnected. Yeah, mm. my my grandfather ended up passing away, and I got disconnected. Mm. But I got connected again, probably like a year or two after my grandfather passed away, due to my my um my mom's ex husband, who was a huge wrestling fan, 
always he had like mad games. He had SmackDown versus Raw, <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. so I started playing. I started learning about these characters, and then I found out they were real. Ooh. I didn't, I, bro, because you know, as a kid, you know, you watching it, but you're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Like when you take the time to go learn about these people and know that they real, they not the, just the video game. I started from the video game, and then I went to go learn about them on my own. Mm. Seeing them outside the video game blew my mind. So it's just like I've been a fan ever since. But only WB though. Everything else like TNA and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I'm there now. Nah. They my rivals. Uh, most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> since we talking about like your childhood, if we asked a young, a young Sayer what he wanted to be, what he, what would he have told us? Yeah, uh, young Sayer wanted to be a police officer, uh, and I, <laughs> and I remember, I remember. Want to be twelve? Yeah, uh, I remember. No cap. And I remember, I remember somebody asked me why, and I said the most dis- disrespectful ass thing. What you I said because I could shoot people. Wow. wow. And that was disrespectful <laughs> at that time. Oh, but like, you know, at the time, a cop is like. I didn't mean like on some murderous shit as a kid, yeah, no. Just it just meant like, you know, a cop has a gun and it just it just correlated with that. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, you know, it just changed. But at that time I wanted to be a police officer. I yeah. think that speaks to where your head uh was at when you was a little kid too, cause I, one of the things I wanted to be was a military man mm-hmm. for the same reason, so I could kill people. And but like like you're not thinking of it like at, in terms of you're not thinking of it on the psychological level at that at that age but like looking back on it like i was super angry at the world like i didn't really like anybody i ain't like myself and like i just you know that, that shit kind of spill out into the, into the things you say the things you get into like that's when i started watching dragon balls you because they were fucking each other i up. said i <laughs> said i said i said that i said that shit based off um i said that shit based off playing gta because mm-hmm. yeah. it was fun shooting people in GTA mm-hmm. so I was saying it from like at that playing that game I'm thinking that's fun at that time mm-hmm. but as time as time got on I'll start I wasn't thinking about no police I was always thinking about like, being a police officer I mean mm-hmm. I was constantly just thinking of other things to do and but none of them were just like none of them were sticking it was just something gotta do something so, yeah. like I felt like from my whole childhood was just school I feel like that's the main thing I could sit there and be like, yo, that's that was productive. Yeah, I did that shit. Like, I never sat there and just dabbled with something. Mm-hmm. So like, what what made you want to start dabbling with something? Was like the, just the quarantine? That's when it first started. Everything. everything. Last, last year, everything. Cause during during high school, I was playing basketball. Yeah. So it was just like basketball, girls, party. No, I'm not party. I'm not, not a party person. So it was like, I'll go to a party with my friends just to be, you know, just be cool for that day. I was always fly. You know, you always got to be fly. So it was just like, those were my focuses. In terms of doing something, it was always like, I'm going to get a basketball scholarship. I was that confident. Because, you know, that's my craft right there and then. So I'm confident. You ain't Mm -hmm. telling me nothing. So it was like, once I noticed, like, as I said, once I noticed that not being... It no more. I ain't gonna be no ball player. So what no. grade? Like did you know? Like did like you noticed know, that like eleven grade, twelfth grade? Like, that wasn't gonna be no ball player. Yeah. I mean, for long, it happened literally my freshman year of college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happened, bro. I was that's trained. What, that's what yeah. Like, I was trained. I was training. Yeah. I was, I was training, yeah. working out with the basketball team, everything, training, and then or working out with the players. Let me say that. Yeah. I was working out with the players too. But I mean, the team. But I was really working out with some players individually. Right. Like my homeboy B and. Um, so once I once quarantine happened and I didn't have nobody to consistently play ball that knew how to play ball or wanted to play ball because the park was far as hell I ain't walking out (laughs) so I was like you know I gotta do something and I remember um, in high school I I wanted a camera 
just to take pictures of myself. Mm -hmm. I felt like nobody knew how to take my pictures. So I'm like, yo, I'm tired of this. So I wanted to do it myself. But it just never came into fruition because I was just so focused on ball and girls and what I'm doing at the time. So once once quarantine happened, my dad told me he's going to give me a camera because I did ask for one. Yeah. So... And I asked for one after I did a, a mo- I was a model. I was modeling for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling the, the energy of the shoot. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling the energy when he was sending me my, like the work and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't like the work personally. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was good, but it wasn't my standards. I didn't, that's why it's not posted. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I did, when I got, after that, I was just like, okay, if I'm doing, if I'm going to do what he do, I don't want to be that. I don't want nobody to come around me and feel like uncomfortable mm-hmm. and feel like they don't have no creative push mm-hmm. in this. It's like it's not. It's a it's a collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. You're in front of my camera. I'm behind it. It's mm-hmm. a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you uncomfortable, let me know. If you got an idea, let me know. I think that's the. I think that's why I wanted to incorporate it because I didn't get that on my first try being a model. I didn't get that that teamwork in there. It just was like his vision, his dad, and I'm not feeling that. Oh, um. So after that, you know, got the camera, waited about a month, nobody, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking of taking pictures of nobody yet. And then I just went to the mall and I took a picture of an old coworker and they ended up hot. They ended up being hot to me at that time. So I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. But I wasn't going to post it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't got even got no page. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I kept um, dabbling, dabbling, texting people, asking them if they would like to work with me for free, by the way. And either some didn't respond back to me, some responded back to me. Said they were gonna do it, didn't show up. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, all right. Um, I started, I started to get depressed. Oh, um, I started to get depressed, and I think we must elaborate on mental health as an yeah. as an entrepreneur because it's a lot of a lot of pressure in that because you you doing something like you you want to make sure you're doing something perfect to the T because it once again represents you. For sure, it's man. your name on it. And I see, I, and that's why I get mad when I see some people's creations online, and they just do it for that moment. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that for the. Art. They don't do it for. They don't do it for for from this. Right. They doing it from just this and this. They don't do it from this. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. start from themselves first. And I think that's the problem. That's why I don't be in tune with some things. I don't feel some things. Bro, you saying you dropping mad gems, yeah. bro? Like we gotta we gotta pick it apart. Okay. So first, first you said like when you did a photo a photo shoot as a model, you ain't like the experience. Mm-hmm. So like, let me ask you, what's your creative process when you approach of a photo shoot, and like, what is the experience you want to like, create? Like when I'm, wa- I'm, a, I'm I'm going to the model and we talking about yeah. you know, the day of the shoot, whole process. All right. So for me, for me going to a model, for instance, um, first of all, you gotta have style. I don't look at your beauty. I don't look at none of this. I I prefer to work with females because I I started the page fifth season. To put females in a better light. Okay. At the time, I was I was seeing shoots being done. There's a lot of lingerie and stuff like that. That's sexy, you know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't want to see that all the time. That's yeah. not that's not popping to me. Let me see you throw on some J's and some jeans, and then let's see if you popping. Yeah. So you, it wasn't out? it wasn't popping to me. So I was like, yo, if I'm doing this, I ain't gonna do that. So I ended up doing a shoot like that mm-hmm. <laughs> just to test it. And I did not like it. I genuinely did not like it. That was my worst shoot I've ever done to date. And I'm not doing anything like that again unless, you know, I'm mentally ready for that. But I, I just was like, this ain't my vibe. Okay. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to put females in a better light, make sure they have style. Of course, now I look at the beauty. 
And then now we, I look at it from a perspective of who am, who is going to be easy to work with. Okay. Because I've bumped into a lot of difficult people where I'll be like, uh, talk about it. <laughs> where I'll be like, oh, how many? How? Let's let's build a fit, right? Cause I, yeah. I, got, I don't want you showing up with your own style, like. Of course, show up with your own style, but let me see what you're going to put together. Don't just show up, because if I don't like it, yeah, like I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Oh, we real. Yeah, I might. Yeah, you got to be, yeah. but like, it's a way of saying it. Mm. It's a way of saying it. I mean, you cur- you're curating a project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, it has and to I, correlate. All and I take it as, like, once I post it, I, I just gave all you guys me. Because mm-hmm. every shoot I do, it's a piece of me in there. I don't care if it's not paid for, which is my ideas. Any not paid for shoot I do is my idea hands down and every shoot that's paid for is somebody else's idea but I just add my my own twist twist to it for sure and that's and I'm just I'm just making sure what I put out there is the best work for me and then y'all you feel me I gotta see I gotta look at it and be like oh that's popping right now and I gotta put the phone down if I keep looking <laughs> at it I'm gonna delete it so yeah. it's just like that so I did I see the style I see the face I was like all right so I hit I DM them I tell them it's free they don't gotta worry about nothing, no ride, nothing. Just yeah, bring yourself. The free. Ooh. So like, one thing we learned is when you want to do stuff for people, you gotta come with value. Mm-hmm. Cause like, nothing is really free in this world. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, what what can you do for me? And what can I do for you? So like, when you come like a free proposal, who don't want to do a free photo shoot? A lot of people don't. I understand, but like, if you are a regular person, you like, you have right. confidence. Be like, if you ask me to do a photo shoot, well, I already think I kind of fly think- a little bit. So of course I'm gonna do it. I think it was the simple fact of one at the time it was no pictures up of me. Yeah. I just started posting pictures of myself. So they were giving you like an opportunity. Yeah, like they wasn't like they just saw the work. They don't know the artist behind it. Yeah, but it's so, still value in that, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, but I could be a scam page. You feel me? Because if you go to my main page at the time, it was no profile pictures, no pictures up. You as a scam page, you might yeah. be one. So I understand where they was coming from at that time if they were thinking like that, but. Once again, I agree with you. Who wouldn't want to take a free picture? But I used to, I was getting down because I was constantly asking somebody and they were not responding to me or they would keep dubbing me. And I would get real upset about it because it's like, I know, I like, I'll, I'll get upset with myself. Like, yo, is it is it because like I'm weird or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because some people I texted, I did know and we go to school with, but, you know, they just wasn't vibing with me at that time. So, so has it been a time where you did it for free and you did the work, but they still didn't like your work? Or has it been guaranteed, yeah. like it's on point? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Every shoot I've done for free, yeah. Um, I, mm, let me not say that. Every shoot, most of the shoots I've done for free, I, lo- I love. Okay. But most of the shoots I did not, you know, they get scrapped. Mm. I don't like them. Mm. <laughs> um, but... Oh, before you get into that, the process that so I see the style, I see the face, I I hit them up to see what's up. We set that up. Me going into a shoot is like I'm game. Like I take it, I take everything I do as a competition, but I see it as a friendly competition. Yeah, I see it as a friendly competition with other photographers because it's a lot of photographers I see that I just look at their work and I be like, yeah, that's popping. I like that. But it's like when I drop some, yeah, it's like okay now it's like a battle. It's like let's see who's hotter. So it's like a friendly competition. So I go in there thinking like, yo, these pictures about to be that. But when I'm editing, it's like you're big, you're dealing with is this like the previous shoot? I just did this. I just did this edit. Is it like that? So you're dealing with a lot of battle battling with yourself up until the day you post. And even when you post it, you like, damn, I can switch that. Yeah. So are you a perfectionist, bro? Yes, I am. 
if it ain't perfect, then it ain't going down. But so. uh, UNZ got something in common there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, we're right. right. <laughs> on a lot of different levels. But what's the question you have? Yeah, what you have, bro? Like, how consistent are you with the models? Like, because I feel like that played a big part in the, uh, you know, whether they respond to I feel like on that end, it's, shit, it's not on my consistency because I'm always going to bring my game. Mm-hmm. It's on their end. So that's why, like, shout out to Diabion. She always be down to work with me. She was the only one constantly showing up at my studio. And it didn't matter the, the time, the weather. She was going to make sure she showed up and let me know if she was going to be late. She's going to be late. Like, mm-hmm. that's consistency to me. And that's why I, I you know, I treat, like, I treat her as family. Because mm-hmm. you show me consistency, I can rely on you. You cool with me. Just like Zeke. Zeke is reliable. I can rely on Zeke. Mm-hmm. And I can rely on my boy B as well. So yeah. it's a small little circle, but in terms of my photography and modeling, as a turn model, I trust Zeke and I, I trust Zeke and D because they know how I get when I when I get down and I and I get like I feel like somebody trying to trying to play with me right. in terms of like somebody trying to play with my creation. Cause I get real defensive about that because yeah. if you disrespect my creation, I feel like you disrespect me. Exactly. So it's like I get a little upset and then as, as long as they since they show me the consistency, I don't have to feel like that with them. Mm-hmm. So I only got about two main models I want. I'm trying to expand it as the new year will come in because I got a lot of ideas for December since I'm going back home. Mm-hmm. So, but for January, I'm trying to look for at least probably three main models, solid models that I'm going to be working with. Everything else is just going to Everybody else that want to work with me, they just want to have to pay. pay the piper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pay the piper for sure. So, man, I want to ask you, what's the most important thing when it comes to on what you do, like this photography? Making sure it comes from the heart. Because mm. I, everything I do, I got to have an emotion. Yeah. I got to feel it. I just can't do it just to do it. Like, and that, like, there's many times where I'll just finish doing the shoot and I'll just go right to editing. And I'll just be like, later on, I'll just be like, this ain't it. This was an in the moment thing. So I'll just later on tell the person, like, yo, that, this was a little taste test. I'm just sending you a final edit. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, it's really hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I thought you were gonna say the camera, but when you say it like this for the heart, man, it lets me know, man, you dream about. Yeah, like I genuinely, like I genuinely put passion into everything I do. Because yeah. when I see a person, when I'm into it, I'm in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. So we gonna get it. We gonna be the best. So that's just gonna be that, bro. What's your sign, bro? I'm a Scorpio. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you if I ask you like to find your mindset within photography right now in three words what would you say? Or well, within entrepreneurship, not just photography, you growing the brand, you growing your following, you growing your recognition. So like, what's your mindset within doing that? Not relying on everybody. Okay. Mm. Self sufficient. Stay true to yourself. Natural. Keep your circle small. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. You said like having the people you can rely on. How important yeah. is that to you? I feel like that's important because I have a lot of trust issues. And that's and this due to minor things, due to a girl just minorly lying to me or a, a homie, not just just out of nowhere switching up on me or something like that, or you know just like right there and then a family member wronged me right there and then, yeah. mm-hmm. you know right there and then, or I took it as they wronged me, you know they probably didn't, but I just took it as that. So yeah. it's just like that just builds trust issues. So it's like now since I'm doing something where it's like yo, it's this is me. It's like, this is mine. Nobody can tell me nothing about my camera, my pictures. Y'all not there. So nobody can tell me nothing. 
So when it come to that, and then trying to like get a get people to come in your aura, it's like you gotta pick wisely. Because I used to be the I used to be the person that just want to go find people for my aura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never let the aura just grab them. So how do you deal with the trust issues? I mean, like the trust like these issues like when you find a new people, like do you set boundaries or what? I just you know I'm I'm very nice at first. I'm very genuine. I'll let you know like we cool, yeah, we cool, so. we cool. Of course, I'm gonna just let you know I ain't going to act all tough at first, and then we get cool later on, and I'm softening up. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm just a genuinely cool dude. Mm-hmm. But like when I start when we start talking business and we start talking about ideas and creating, I see you not you not working with me on that, or you not on that same type of time, and you just all talk. So don't so let we can keep it at the front this front level, but when it comes to this creative stuff, I take this stuff serious. Yeah. Don't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So I once you when you try to create something, I take it serious. But if you just all talk, I don't need that. Cause I ain't all talk when it comes to my creativity. Talk to him. Bro, that's major and like I can vouch for that. He very, very punctual when it comes to handling business. Like yeah. I try to be, but he was more punctual to me. He was like, bro, you, you gonna send me that? I'll like, yeah, I forgot to send it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my about that, bro. It's bro, just nah, he good because like that's I respect that, bro. Because when it comes to dealing with people, you want to deal with people that want to fuck with you as much as you want to fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on a genuine level. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I appreciate that and the way you operate and the way you move within within your business. I just genuinely appreciated that I was invited on the podcast, man. Because I was like, yo, how am I gonna get people to know about me? <laughs> you know, besides co- me constantly walking up, walking up in their face, like, yo, you want to follow my photography page? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I always start off. Yeah, so um, that the when it comes to once again, just it gotta come from the heart. Right. It just have to, in my opinion, it just has to. But for me, when I say heart, it gotta come from the now, and it gotta come from what you think of the, the then and what you think of then. Ooh. And I tell you, I I tend to combine, uh, combine all three. Yeah. And I think that's made some of my best work because I could take a time where I could take a time where I'm happy. I, I could I could remember all my childhood heroes in terms of family members, my my great aunts and all them now. But if I think of the present of uh, this year recently, I lost an aunt. Man. My childhood dying. Yeah. So you take that realization, that's the beauty within the madness. Mm. The childhood is the beauty because everything, all your gold, your golden memories is there. Yeah. But then you got to meet that madness, that that time. Mm. So, you know, your, t- your childhood going to die. And the fact that, I'll say the fact that the consistent things is changing, uh, things are constantly changing. It just, it just constantly make me go through these change of emotions. So I just, I was like, you know what? I ain't going to, I ain't going to sit here and just talk about it. Let me put it in something. Mm. When you're going through something, create. Yeah. And I feel like that make the best. Like, when you're going through something or not even. When you're feeling the best of your ability, you can be happy. As much as. Let me not say happy. You can feel. You can feel joy. Um, You can feel that excitement. Put it in something. That's some of the best work. When you're when you putting your feelings and your true emotions into it. I think that's what makes some of your, your personal best work. Not what people think. But what you think? For sure, most so, definitely. You talk about when you meet clients, man. They tell you like they're they're you know like just vision. So have their vision like has inspired you, or have you been the one be like, eh. okay, so that one shoe I was not happy with yeah. was not my vision, mm. and it was like it was a Valentine's Day shoe, you know, but it wasn't my vision, and I would try to put my little two cents in there, but they you know, <laughs> and I was like, I ain't feeling this. Not because it's not my idea, it's just because, like, first of all, I don't even, I, I told y'all I'm here to 
put women on a different platform. I'm not. I didn't want to post something like that on my page at that time. When I I didn't have a page at the time, but I didn't want to eventually post it at the time. Right. And then at that, like that person was hard to work with. So I was like, mm, I ain't feeling this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hard to work with, and I'm not feeling the pictures. Then, you know what that makes? They in the bin. <laughs> in my opinion. But other than that. So, so how do you price now? Like, so how do you price like the clients? Like, is it depending on the setting or like the time frame? Or? Um, I charge seventy dollars because I used to charge. I used to charge. It was a time where I charged five dollars for my work. Whoa, move. hold on, bro. <laughs> five dollars. Five dollars for a whole shoot. For a whole shoot. Damn. But nobody would accept it. Why? Nobody Why? would accept the five or the ten dollar deals. Nobody was coming. So you know that that just left me with doing free shoots for people that I wanted to do free shoots for. And then when I started charging, they um they wasn't coming with me. This is when I got the studio. They weren't. They still wasn't coming to me. And my folks, um, you know, my aunt and my mom and my dad, they wasn't feeling the fact that I got a studio and I'm using my money and I'm getting these models in the studio and they not paying me. But here's the thing. Um, prior to photography, I was trying to do a clothing brand called Season of Sai. Um. And that didn't go through. I const- I had different logo ideas, but the logo ideas was either taking too long or the artist wasn't. Like, I, I was, I'm trying to be hands-on right. with them, even though we're, we're in different states, FaceTime. Like, come on, like we can make it work. And they weren't, they weren't working with me in that in that way. Like, I had to settle for what they send me and then wait. Like, I'm tired of waiting. Like, I like my business like that. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I was, I was thinking of money. I wasn't thinking of passion. I wasn't. I was thinking of passion in terms of like, you know, the logo and whatnot. That's cool, but like, I was just mainly thinking about money. Yo, once I put this out, mad people gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and I think that once I realized I should not think like that with photography, it changed everything. Because me not worrying about money, me just genuinely just wanting to do it. Like, it makes my work look a hundred times better than me just trying to do it for money. Because exactly. I feel like the work ethic is going to be different. Mm-hmm. What made you have that switch where I shouldn't just be doing this for money? Because I had that switch, too, when I first started. I thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur or start a business, quote-unquote. Because so I'm about to do this, this, and this, and put it out, and I'm going to make this amount. But it's like, it's so much shit that go into that. Yeah, it do. Or when it, when it comes time to do the hard shit, you're like, bro, I don't even think I really want to do hard, this. The hard, the hard, the hard, the hard, I would say the hard Because you're not passionate hard, about it. Yes, yes. Right there and then, you're not, you're not passionate about it. And that's the, that's the hard thing. Like, I'm passionate, but it's like, it's like, it's not, you're not going to, it's not going to be there every night. It's not, that, that passion ain't going to be there every night. Or every day. The thing is that all that come with developing yourself first. Like you got to develop yourself in mm-hmm. order to get to the money. You know what I'm saying? The money come to you type shit. No, I totally you know agree with that. that. Ain't gonna come to you. You, ain't, you know you ain't got the hands to hold it. You feel what I'm saying? I totally like, agree with that, dog. So like I feel like that's a whole part of entrepreneurship that people don't talk about. Is like that that self development and that self demystification. Yeah. Like that that. Base that ground, right? Yeah, because have a solid foundation to build a castle. You can't build your castle in the air, the gravity gonna break it down. And I really, I really, and I really didn't want to think like that with this one to make sure this one was good because, um, I remember my mom was brought up to me, you know, your, your, your mom's always throwing something in your face. Oh, for so sure. it's yeah. like she brought up the fact that I, like, she was like, You had a, she's like, what happened, to you, what happened to your clothing brand? You gave up on that. 
So it's like when she brought that up, mm-hmm. like in that in that context and what we were talking about that time, it made me stuck. Like I ain't no hypocrite. Yeah. Like I'm gonna finish what I start, and I, so I'm gonna practice what I preach in terms. Of when I say I'm a hypocrite, I always tell people like finish what you start. But like I didn't finish that clothing brand. But like, the thing is though, like, do you think that dibbling and dabbling and not finishing? Do you think that's of you like finding like on what you really like just want to do? Yeah. Like I, I say it's on I say it's on the on the fine line, and I, I say it's on the fine line of me because yeah. I was saying like. I was saying like, yo, this is gonna be hot. I'm gonna finish it. It's gonna drop, and then it did. So it's like, and then I, I had a date. I wanted to drop. I wanted to drop in November last year for my birthday, and then get there. So it's like, I call myself a hypocrite, cause it's like you talking, but you ain't being. Whoa. So with the photography thing, um, when I stopped thinking about money, it, I really stopped thinking about money when I went back up north after quarantine. So I went back up north earlier on March 14th. Uh, 2021 this year I went back I went back up north and I was like I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna get this money and I'm gonna start this photography page that was my goal yeah so get, made them goals got them goals but now it was like yo you gotta be consistent and that was the hard thing to do um, which was being co- constantly posting I had work pro- I had work I was doing um, that I had built up up until that point so I posted that just to get people like see what I'm working on, which I was scared <laughs> of doing. I literally was nervous as hell. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, these things ain't gonna like it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "They ain't gonna like the the, the pictures," because I, I don't like them. So everybody ended up liking them, but the hard part was being consistent, because you know, some this person may be available this day, and you may be available this day. So it's like, it's like you gotta you gotta figure that out. So I just posted when I can, but now I feel like I'm so consistent. Because I'm back at school, it's a thousand kids yeah. around me that that got style. I don't gotta mm-hmm. search. I don't gotta be randomly walking, be like, "Oh, do you do you model?" Like, no, I can just go to somebody at my school. Mm-hmm. For sure. Let's talk about that. So we all sitting here specifically because we met at HBCU. So like, how has coming to an HBCU affected like your creativity, your business, just being around like a whole bunch of black youth? How has that impacted you? Well, as a creative, well. As a creative, I feel like my HBCU did not have a, an effect on me. Okay. But as an entrepreneur, it has. And I say it as a creative because all my creativity comes from once again myself and how I'm feeling. It don't, come, it don't come from inspiration to others. I don't look at another photographer, work for, for example, and be like, yo, I got, I'm inspired by that. I got to go, nah, it looks nice. And then I'm going to show you mm. something. So you, I, dig, I dig from... From how I'm feeling right there and then or where I'm going on right there and then I just tell that story right there through that picture or through whatever I'm doing but in terms of entrepreneur it's gonna it's gonna affect me because my peers are entrepreneurs themselves so they start their business and just like when you see a hip-hop artist on Instagram you like bro he living the life so when yeah. you're seeing some a peer of yours expanding a brand constantly growing constantly making moves it's like, okay, that inspires me. You making moves. Yeah. Yo, 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 art is nice. That's your art. But I'm not going to get inspired about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be inspired by myself. But you, you grinding and doing, I'm inspired by your work ethic. Mm-hmm. So the work ethic part of it got me because it's like, I would constantly, I remember I used to text, text mad people about like tips on, because they, they clothing, them, cl- uh, clothing brand would be popping. And I'll text them like, oh, what's a tip? 
No text back. Mm, What's the tip for photography? No text back. So that's when I really started to rely on not, as I said, not relying on anybody. And I'm still learning to the day because I still like want to rely on people and give them the good, like the benefit of the doubt. And then I just be like, you know what? I shouldn't have did that. I should have just did this. And then it's like that. You think, but do you think it is important to collaborate with other creators? Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It don't matter what it is. It don't matter what creation they making. Anything could go off anything. A photographer could go off with an artist that paint pictures. Mm-hmm. A, a painter that paint pictures could go with a rapper. Why? He may need an album cover. He may need inspiration for his song. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So any any creator that creates anything, their their creation can relate with any other creation in the world, in my opinion. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's deep. That's, that's important because art is a language for the masses. Yes, it is. So like I wanna ask like why do you do photography then if it's not for the money or anything like that? I feel like I cause I can I can express I can I can express without talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like the the tongue is so powerful and I feel like there's not there's too many tongues in the world for, for anybody just to pay attention to yours. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in a position for that. You have to get to a position. So I feel like since I, since I always have emotions in me that I don't know how to say, let me express it through something else. Let me let me talk to you through this, mm-hmm. and that's why. And I, I like when people come up to me and be like, "Yo, that that art that artwork spoke to me," or like, "I really love it," because it's like, "Yo, that's a piece of me in there. That means you loving me right now," mm-hmm. and I respect it, and I love and I appreciate that. Yeah, I relate to that. That's how I found photography. I, at first, I found it hard to uh, articulate myself and come up with words. But like I knew what I saw was like just so potent and impactful mm-hmm. that somebody else had to see it. Like just you got it. I fuck I want to talk about, but I can't get up. And so I just started taking pictures and shit. <laughs> and I always been like that at a young age. I always, to this day, I always keep my emotions in because I'm taught, like I'm taught to like you know cry about five minutes and then get over it. Mm-hmm. And what you gonna do after? Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, all right, cool, wipe it off. What are we gonna do? What's the next step? So it's like that. So I w- I would say I was genuinely just say agree with you. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just it just makes sense like that. Yeah, it's a wonderful way to express yourself. Cause like I and I also feel like and I made a post on Twitter months ago. It's deleted now because you know. <laughs> but uh, I made a post on Twitter saying, "Yo, let's stop bashing people that post their feelings online." Maybe social media is the only person that listened. Mm-hmm. And somebody, only one person was like, yo, that spoke to me. Everybody else was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, because you're not thinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person don't have no mom to talk to, no friend, no nothing. They just a loner. They really a loner. You don't know everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and where's the where's the place with the most people? Mm-hmm. Social, social media. Mm-hmm. So that's how I took it. I saw it from that lens. I didn't see that as, yo, she just want attention or this person wants attention or he, he just want attention. Nah, they just need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So they talking to all of you. Yeah, that's speaking. Yeah, speaking of like talking to people on social media, do you feel like social media robbed our generation of like the ability to make like in-person connections? No, I think it, it grew it. Really? Yeah, because I could meet somebody from... I can meet somebody from Florida, and then that could be my buddy until they fly up, fly here to South Carolina, and then we link up. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. You feel me? But like, like some people would be on social media, but in real life, it's like I didn't even know you was here, bro. 
Because I done had plenty of situations where I meet somebody that we've been chopping it up on social media for years. And we get together and they on their phone the whole time because they like too scared to look at me and shit. Like, but I mean... I'm like, nigga, you can't look me in my eyes for, for more than two seconds. Like, But then again, that's, that's just us, once again, as I was saying, looking for people for our aura. Man, you think so? Man, like, do you think so? Like the so, like the social media, like, um, you know, the aspect is it, like a big catfish. Like everybody don't even look, like you know, like just how they look. Cause how they look time. online? Yeah. Do I feel like that is just a catfish portion of that? Yeah. Like, I feel like people don't look like people. The people is not the cat. I feel like the people is the catfish, but I feel like the catfish meaning ain't about how the person looks. Mm. It's how how everything looks. Everything's a catfish. And I learned that. I learned that um, based on watching peers. Like, I don't know. They popping right now on Instagram, but, like, is, is it just for the gram? Mm-hmm. But that's what, that's the beautiful thing about photography. Because that's all that shit is. Everybody got a different perspective when they point that camera. So, like, everything a catfish, because, like, it might look good when you take it, but it might not look good when I take it, you know what I'm saying? We taking the same picture. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It, you know. Yeah, I just think it just come on vibe. And I think photography is a vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, because everything, I don't know every little, little thing about my camera and mm-hmm. aperture and ISO and all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I play with it. I like it. I don't like it. I don't play with it. Simple, and my main my main process is my editing, and I think that's the most crucial thing, like that create that create that creating content. Mm-hmm. So you saying like editing takes like the most time ever? Like from like writing, like taking like the picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like cause I, I I know I'm gonna get a good shot out of out of three hundred. Yeah, you gonna get I I can be satisfied. I'm, I'm satisfied with three good pictures out of three hundred. But <laughs> that's all I know. But yeah, yeah. Cause that's how I am. That's really. Cause it. that's how it is. Yo, y'all three is worth it. All y'all got, you know, just get back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah. So, when it comes to that, like I just, I just feel like editing is important. Cause that's where that when I when I say I come from the heart, that's where my heart show. I just lock in, put my music on. I cannot edit without music. <laughs> cannot. Like I tried, and it's not a vibe. It's too many noise. It's too many voices around me. Mm-hmm. Or like even like when it's quiet in my room, I'm like, I hear myself like I ain't feeling this shit. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I just need my music. Music, music take you. I feel like that behind behind time and love. Yeah, that heals you. Music. It don't hurt you. Music heals you in a way that you just don't even think about. Because sure. you just you have a bad day and put a song on now you have. It. Yeah, damn. It's just like that chemical reaction. Yeah, the frequency from drums sitting your lower chakra. So yeah, and no, yo, when I say people, most people didn't believe me when I say yo, music is science, mm-hmm. but they don't believe me. They, but we ain't gonna get into that right. <laughs> they ain't ready for that conversation. Yeah, you gotta come back for that one, my boy. So, so if you could, uh, my bad, bro. That's cool. But if you could, if you could, like, give anyone that was in your position a couple months ago when you started photography advice, what would you tell them? Not a couple months when you started on the pandemic. That's like a year ago. Um, Ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Because when I was working at DHL at the time, 
I, I had a job prior to that at Kroger, but I didn't have no, no, no big homie or no nobody that like could guide me. You know, because that's me. that only child thing. Like. Yeah, and I think it's because I was I like everybody was a different age than me at this at at the Kroger I was working at. So it was like, y'all don't understand what I'm going through. Y'all gonna be on some adult stuff, so I ain't with that. So, mm-hmm. but, but when I got to DHL, you got different ages, but. I was connected more with the older, older people, like 50, 60 year olds. And they were te- I was asking them, like, if you was to give me one life lesson, what would you give me? And all of them connected by saying the same thing. Do what you want to do. Mm. Simple. And, I, and when I connected that, I was just like, I, yeah. So all, you know what, ask a lot of questions. If I didn't ask all those people those questions, I wouldn't be able to be like, yeah, maybe they right. Maybe they right. Because they wouldn't just be saying... These people who live life, they wouldn't just be saying it. And not they, not all of them would have been saying it. You feel me? Yeah. So I was just like, if all y'all just came up with the same answer, this must be it. This must be the point. So just, you know, make sure. Make sure you ask a lot of questions, no matter what it is. Ask yeah. a lot. I would say... I would say, be on that, on that line of, you know you that boy... But then you could lose it, mm-hmm. and I think I think like right now the space I'm the mental space I'm in, I feel like I'm the boy. Yeah. <laughs> but like you gotta have a humbleness about that though. Just yeah, a little bit like my next shit gotta be better. Than yeah, that. like that. And but when it comes to like when it comes to me putting out the work and then letting it sit and then walking around letting people you know. You know, just do what they gotta do. Yeah, and like it when I, I feel like the boy. I feel like I'm that. I'm the one. I feel like my work, like the work. The heart. I feel like the work speaking for itself. Because mm-hmm. it ain't no, it ain't no a day process, two day process. I take it probably a week on them pictures, and all, and not me procrastinating. It's just me genuinely just wanting to make sure you get your best work. Yeah. So it's just like that. But. Other than that, like when it comes to like going in and doing a new shoot and making sure this is not, not the same as the last one, that's just hard, because, you know, the sky gonna always be blue, so you can only do enough with that, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and and the trees is gonna be green. So you only so whatever or whatever background I'm using or whatever the person look like, I you can only do so much. So you just, you just so. try to be um try to be different. Mm-hmm. Let me not say creative. I just say different. Because I could just do this, I could just play around with something, and I'd just be like, and then I post it. <laughs> so it's like, all right. So I would say, yeah, ask a lot of questions. Um, what's the second one I said? I believe the second one I said was be on the line. Oh yeah, be on the line of confident and humble. So like be on that line. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like sometimes I'll be over here in the confident lane too much, and then I got, I fall right here too fast. Yeah. So when you up here, you fall too hard. So, so that's why that's I like being mm-hmm. that's why I like being like like this. Like I'd be like, yo, this shit ain't it. And then when I see it, I'd be like, yeah, that is. I know. But and the third one, lastly, I'll say take your time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was right, and I think that's why my clothing brand was a downfall. In, in terms of making it because I was so busy on getting it out and not taking the time to make sure the quality of this is good and this that making sure this is the what I really wanted to like put on the shirt and whatnot. I'm just like yo I want this, I want that, that's it, I'm putting it out. 
And I think that, and I'm just, once again, I'm thinking about money. So it's like, once it come out, it's going, I'm going to make mad bread off it. That ain't no guarantee. Because not everybody might be feeling your shirt, depending on pricing too. So I just took it, I took all that in consideration going into photography. And I was just like, I'm going to take my time. Really? Yeah, so, fall in love with, with like patience, really. Yeah, which I'm a I'm an impatient person. Oh yeah, me too. Like I hate and I'm impatient with myself though. I'm impatient because I'm calculated. Mm. Like I I literally calculate every single move I do. Mm. When when it turn when it comes to my creations, when it comes to me posting a picture or me throwing on a fit or something like that, it's just calculated. Like you got to be for the right time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. More clothes. Like some some well sometimes some of my posts just be like yo these high I'm posting these. Yeah. I don't care. But other than that, most of my, mostly, I'll say 90% of my stuff is calculated. Most definitely. Ended off with one question. As always, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Be honest, cocky, humble, it don't matter, bro. Like, speak next shit. five years, I see myself, I see myself up north, back home with my own apartment, still doing photography, making, making money, of course, with a nice job and whatnot. But most likely on my way to starting a family, comfortable life. Okay. So, like, do you want photography to be your job? Or you like your craft you do all the time when you wake up? Man. Or do you want, like, a career elsewhere? At this point, I'm just going where wherever the boat takes me. Because mm-hmm. if you just saying, oh, I want to be a doctor, and then you do all this shit to be a doctor, you might not want to be a doctor when you're done. Oof. Yeah. So it's like I'm going with the motion. I ain't guaranteeing what I'm gonna be doing. I guaranteed me having a comfortable life and me living on my own and stuff like that because that's how I, I see my life being comfortable, making money, being 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 a boss. Yeah. Being a boss, of course, but I'm living comfortable. I'm living like a normal dude. Okay. But in terms of career, you know, I'm just if if photography take off of me and one lucky like I get lucky and somebody's like I want to hire you. That's just off luck. I'm just doing my hobby. So I'm just going wherever it takes me. Wherever I'm feeling, wherever I'm feeling, I'm just going to feel right there and then. Okay. Let's do it. One last question. Money or passion? Which one I'm choosing? Yeah. I'm choosing passion. Because money, money is literally nothing. It's the things you do with it. In my opinion. So. And that's why, and I always say that. And I remember, I remember I was arguing with a close friend of mine about like once again why I don't charge for shoots and I'm like cuz this ain't always about no money mm-hmm. let me say it the way I said it I'm like this shit ain't about no money mm-hmm. if you ain't putting your heart into it you ain't gonna get no bread mm-hmm. so I put it like that and you know they, they laughed at me whatever. <laughs> so everybody don't feel that yeah and I, I genuinely feel like that like I'm I'm creating I'm creating for me I ain't thinking about no money cuz if I'm thinking about I'm just motivated by bread then you don't gonna get so far you yeah, that thing gonna come up, you buddy. You only gonna worth that. You gonna be this. You gonna be this amount. This is how. This is how much happiness you gonna gain. Because once you once you have all that money and you buy everything, then what? So, so I think you must always start with passion. Because at the end of the day, when you make money for any creation you do, you can always sit back and be like, "Yo, I just did this from the heart. The money came because this is me. I didn't go to it. It came to me." So that's how I feel. Attracting, no chasing. That's that's what that sounds like. So like, where, where can the people find you if they if they, they want to work with you? Or what's your Instagram where they can go check out uh, your work? I got two Instagrams: Season Asa at Season Asa S Z N 
O-F-S-Y. Um, that's my main page. And my photography page is at, or oh, I'm going to say my art page, at, is at 5th season, the number 5, T-H dot S-Z-N. Um, just to get in contact with me, just DM me. And you would have, if you're ready to work with me that day, you would have to have your deposit ready. I don't like talking previous ideas and be like, oh, you know, maybe next week or like I'll talk to you next week. It's no guarantee. Like, must have your deposit when you talk to me right there and then with your idea. <laughs> I like that. Most definitely. Anything else y'all want to plug it there? No, man. It was nice talking to you. Here it was nice right talking to you guys. I really like this interview. For sure. Most definitely. We want to thank you for the platform, bro. Yeah, Go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I just thank you, man. Shan, like, you know, like your creativity, man, your process of being patient and just like the steps on how you got here, man. Because you're going to inspire, like, too inspired, like you know, like just somebody like you know, like, just, you know, like, just listen to this, bro. So, man, thank you. I hope so. I hope so. And uh, on the, I want to wrap up by saying the one thing I'm gonna leave here by saying, and I want people to leave off the podcast by knowing about me, is I'm just a genuine. I just, I'm just a genuine dude that do every try to do the best. Uh, let me put it like this: I'm a genuine dude that just try to do everything to the best of their ability. That's all. That's what's up, bro. Most definitely. Official site fashion, fashion, financial literacy. Peace, mindset. We out. Peace. Peace. That shit was dope, bro. I don't like that shit. Bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, you gotta hit escape, bro. Escape. In the corner. Oh, smoke. F L A T L. Yeah. Hit the red button. family it's your boy zion with official site fashion and i'm tapping in with you guys to ask you guys to please subscribe to the podcast or whatever listening platform that you use to listen to podcasts and could you please give us a five-star rating and review it would be greatly appreciated and it helps us reach more eyes and ears peace